You are listening to KYRS 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Welcome, welcome, all you muffins out there. Oh, all you little muffins. All you little muffins. So cute. Welcome to Outspoken on this uh, crisp fall day. Oh, it's beautiful out there. So I listen to our show, you know, like I do, and I notice that I always have to mention something about the weather to begin every show that's that's your thing it's my thing it's yeah. my thing well it's because you're facing the window right you, i'm like it's such a crisp right fall day oh yeah. it's a beautiful <laughs> sunny you know yeah whatever you're not spo- on radio you're not supposed to date like do too much dating of your show mm-hmm. so that you can if you need to edit things out right we always do during like the topics and stuff but right you know if you have to do some editing later but i always do it and it's okay I can't, I can't not do it the first time it's gonna snow you're gonna hear all about it from yeah. jonathan yeah you will i'll yeah. tell you how cold it is yeah <laughs> can you hear me ripping paper i just realized i need to get i am yeah i am high on caffeine yeah so jonathan uh is a little jittery is, is very jittery I, I saw him at coffee this morning before yes. the show and uh we had our little meeting and he was he was all over the place jumping off walls and right i've been <laughs> drinking coffee since 7 a.m because i had oh, to get a lot done this wow. morning and now i'm jittery and now um i'm really excited mm-hmm. for yeah. our guest in the second hour and I want us to be yeah. impressive to him because I have a lot of respect for this man. But yeah. now I'm terrified because I'm like, I can't keep a thought in yeah. my... There's a bird. <laughs> I see a bird. I mean, You're like what? a dog. You are right? like a dog. Squirrel. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, how are you, young Sergey? You know, I'm good. I'm. This week was long, is all I have to say. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, school started. It did. It did. All you so, good college students out there. Yeah. So, well, school started for SFCC and Eastern this week. So, mm-hmm. all of you at school, um, happy first week of school. I hope that's going well for you. I know all the studying going on. Let oh, me tell yeah. you, the coffee shops all of a sudden have been overrun yeah. with students. Yep. And Full. being that I'm not a student, it's a little annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop learning good Stop things. Stop learning. But if you're yeah. listening to our show, we support you. Yeah. <laughs> 100. 100 percent. 100. Because you're probably mm. learning about good things. Jonathan, how was your week? It was good. You know, I had mm-hmm. my big birthday last That's week, right. but I just kept it through the weekend because and right. I, I need right. to say, typically, I'm not a fan of my birthdays. Uh-huh. I honestly don't typically even mention that they're happening. I'm hoping yeah. people will forget, right? Well, at my job, that's not possible because they know everybody's birthdays and they make sure yeah. everybody knows. I have to tell you, this year was nice. I spent it with wonderful people. Good. Um, had went out, had good times with different people, and it just mm-hmm. felt good. I turned, and I'm not ashamed. I turned the big three nine, three nine, thirty nine. And all I have to say is, I'm mm-hmm. writing a blog to be posted in every newspaper and every gay publication yeah. everywhere. <laughs> and I just want to say, I'm thirty nine. I'm not dead. Yeah, and it does seem, and I, I need to be honest. It seems like in the gay world, we're going to do a show on this in the future. There, do, there is ageism. Mm-hmm. In the yeah. LGBT community, there is real ageism, and I'm not saying I don't. I, I'm just telling you that mm-hmm. I, it's just interesting. Some comments you get as you get older in the gay world that act like your life is, you know, it's winding yeah. down. Hi, I am yeah. not even forty. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that I have at least a few decades left in yes, me. Yes, yes, and I am not giving up. Exactly. So, thanks and for like playing. You said you're living to 115. 
112. 112. I have said since I was like 17 yeah. years old. I'm going to live to 112. 112. So my you're body, not even halfway there. My doctors don't believe me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling my doctors, no, oh. you don't understand. On yeah. sheer willpower alone. Yeah. <laughs> 112 years. I old. think doctors are a little ageist too. And also, right. A little, um, you know, have facts. To support oh, it, I don't, I don't know if I believe in we'll, that. We'll deny I that. sometimes feel like Michelle Bachman, and I just there ignore. Oh, I ignore that there are facts. Yeah, <laughs> we'll but talk it's about wonderful. That later. And we've been busy. Oh yeah, we have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're just excited. We're doing a lot of traveling. Oh yeah, um, we have big things in the works for you, lovely people. And Surprise, we're coming surprises. up to our mm-hmm. our first birthday. That's right. When is our first birthday, Jonathan? Now, December 8th mm-hmm. was our very first show. Right. This year, December 7th, falls on a Sunday. So that's right. our year. Um, but we are going to celebrate. Plus, we hit some milestones. Mm-hmm. We are over 1,000 uh, likes on Twitter, uh, followers on Twitter, yeah. and over 1,000 on Facebook. And I just want to say a great big thank you Yes. to everybody who... Even deep, I feel like I'm in, in grade school and I want to be picked yeah. for the team. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who likes us. <laughs> yeah, picked um, us for the team. Right? You chose us. Mm-hmm. Um, it means a lot. And it's not really about the number as much as it's about we are able to yeah. have that dialogue that we've talked about from the mm-hmm. beginning, the whole reason our show exists. We're now able to have that dialogue with more people yeah. and more people are getting involved. That means a lot. Twitter, people interact on Twitter like there's no tomorrow. It's crazy. It's fun to see because... Um, you know, for a while it was us talking to you, but now we finally get right. to hear what you're saying to us. And, and that's for a long amazing. while it was us trying to talk to you guys, and everybody yeah. was like, "Shut up!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now but you're, now you're in, listening, engaging. So we just mm-hmm. uh, thank you to that. We won't, you know, harp on that for no, yeah. the rest of the time. But I did want to say, make mm-hmm. sure we said, "Hey, thanks." And we do, we do encourage that. Oh, huge. bring that up. Yeah, talk to us. Yeah, you know, eventually we would like you guys to actually use the phone yeah. and call us and talk to us. Now I know it's hard, but mm-hmm. I promise you. If you use your cell phone, you'll be able to, to reach us. So Yeah, exactly. And today, we want to start out by saying, from the beginning of the hour, we we most likely have a lot of listeners from the Portland area this morning. Yeah. Um, our our guest in the second hour is Logan Lynn, who, mm-hmm. uh, amazing musician. Great Love guy. his music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can guarantee you that if you've never heard him before, you very quickly become his super fan. Yeah. Jonathan uh, did that. Yeah, Jonathan is obsessed. He was already his right? fan, but then he uh, researched right? about him, and he was like, I need to stock him. I do, and I love yeah. the, the new songs. from. He has an album coming out in 2015, mm-hmm. and he did release on the 9th, he released uh, two songs from yeah. his upcoming project. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. We're going to play them on the show mm-hmm. today. But he's in the second hour. A lot of people have been interacting with us because Logan Lynn's going to be on the show. Yeah. So here's what we want to make sure everybody knows. If you would like us to ask mm-hmm. him a specific question. You're a fan. You want to know more. Please go ahead. You can start now. Go ahead and send them. Either email us at outspokesman yeah. at gmail.com. You can tweet us at outspokesman mm-hmm. or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash outspokesman. The Schmeer is in there watching all of our social. He and, really is. And he'll bring us those questions. We are more than happy to share your questions with Logan Lynn. I mm-hmm. wish he was in the studio. Exactly. So, Logan. Just for future, yep. you know, you next, should do a next show time here. You can come in, and you should be in the studio because <laughs> yeah. he's actually um, he's just a pretty amazing guy, and he doesn't right. stop. He he sings, he writes, he's with the Huffington Post. He what does is a he huge do? activist, yeah. a very uh, uh, he is what are they an up and coming power fag is what uh, <laughs> the Dandy Warhols called him. I like that. recently, yeah, and uh, he's pretty amazing. So we're excited. If you have a question, please uh, feel free to message us on those sites absolutely definitely talk to us and next time maybe you will be able to call but 
I know. So there's this thing that happened, and we talked a little bit there about this one thing. There is this one thing. We talked a little bit about it uh, last, last week, week. Um, on our fun drive show, which was, which thank you everyone who donated. Yeah, to, we made to just that. over that was, twenty-one grand for KYRS. Yeah, not that's our amazing. Show, but, you know, we did <laughs> we make wish a good it was our show. Um, yeah, so we're almost awesome. to our goal there. So thank you to everyone who listened and called and supported KYRS. But we mentioned this thing called Jesus flirting. So yeah. to those of you who weren't on the air last week. Yeah. Hashtag um, Jesus flirting. Yeah, hashtag Jesus flirting. Exactly. Um, here's here's the basic short story. So Jonathan and I went to uh, the Spokane Symphony um, to watch the opening of the symphony. And it was a great time. And next to me sat down this really cute guy who started to engage in conversation yeah and he was very easy to talk to and um one thing led to another we got each other's number um and he would you know walk me to the bathroom even though he didn't have to go to the bathroom wait outside and walk back which seemed very flirty very flirty yeah and he said hey at some point i have i have season pass so i can you know bring someone else with me if you want to come with me and i said yeah sure so we had plans to go to um another changed phone number exactly we had numbers so i was like well you know this is uh this is interesting the one thing is he did go to moody bible so he was very christian and and he mentioned wanting to be a pastor exactly and so i couldn't tell if he was flirting which it seemed like or if he was jesus flirting because he was super nice which is a thing because he's christian yeah which is great we love it's amazing love that you're so full of but it is confusing it is confusing so it's a term for us and so to resolve this, yesterday I text him and I say, hey, let's let's go to coffee. Let's have a good time at coffee. And so we go. And the conversation starts out great. And then um, I go into my story, um, excommunication, because I'm gay, the whole thing. And I find out that, wait, he is straight. He does have a girlfriend. And he doesn't really agree with the homosexual, um, I guess, lifestyle. And yeah. he doesn't agree with gays in the Bible. So we yeah. had an interesting conversation. He was super nice. But Boy, that just puts a damper yeah. on the conversation. Oh, gosh. You're like, yeah. you're really cute. Yeah. Um, I don't think you should be having sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How there are was we? an interesting conversation about celibacy there. But it became very clear it was hashtag Jesus flirting. It was, yeah. Right. Which is an interesting concept, guys. So watch right. out for the Jesus flirters. Right. And, it's, and what's mm-hmm. interesting is a conversation ensued yeah. where basically you were given the option which a lot of Christians think is out of love and it it's yeah. honestly yeah. I'm sorry it's more out of I need you to be like me and so I am going to be prejudiced but in a very nice way mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you you know what's great you can be gay just be celibate yeah <laughs> and they're so excited to yeah. tell you just be celibate yeah if I were you no. this would be so cool right mm-hmm. okay well you know or they say you know what you should do you let's Get together and mm-hmm. let this will be fun. This yeah. right here. Why don't I will take on? It'll be like debate. Yeah. I'll take on and pretend I'm pro gay, and, yeah. and I'll come up with the, all the reasons why it's okay to be. Gay. And you, you should do research and find out why it's wrong to be you. Yeah, <laughs> and let and that'll be fun. And here's the thing: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it seems very innocent, but it's very damaging. It is very damaging. And I feel okay. I make mm-hmm. everything about me. You I should. Am, I am aware. You're so, so Sergey <laughs> writes me, and I yeah. first of all, I'm very protective of mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So already, I'm angry because I've been through this like most of my life. Yes. Um, yes. And then I'm angry because even though nice person, you don't say that to my kid. Right. You do not. Yeah. Say that, and it makes me go. Here's another sign. 
I get that you think you're being out of love, but it's mm-hmm. arrogance and yeah. it's rude yeah. and it's prejudice and call it what it is. But I'm <laughs> tired of us being expected to be like, no, it's okay. I'm, I'm going to stay positive and everything's right. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's a point when I'm like, look, the Supreme Court's going to decide tomorrow mm-hmm. whether they should talk, uh, whether they should take one of the five cases for e- marriage yes. equality. Yeah. And listen to it and make a ruling. The fact that someone mm. gets to legislate me, debate debate me as a person, that mm-hmm. makes me sick. I get it that that's the way it's just going to have to be. But these are the things that none of us have any right to do that to anyone. Absolutely. And I'm tired. I'm yeah. tired. This should be done. The Supreme Court should take it and say... You know what? Law of the land. People get to get married. Mm-hmm. Things like Texas and their the thing we're going to talk about with their driver's license issues and their state ideas, yeah, IDs. Yeah. You know what? We're done playing like we're two years old. Everybody, put your big point, big boy pants on. Mm-hmm. I I am tired of waiting, and yeah. and I'm and yeah, it's yeah. wrong, and I'm supposed to be politically correct, and we're on a talk show. I don't care. Yeah, I'm this just is, saying. This is you. Well, this is really the problem of the whole. Christian community out there, and there's nothing wrong with you being Christian. Absolutely, no, I love it. That's amazing. True Christians are absolutely beautiful people. Amazing people. I love Mm -hmm. them. Um, But again, yeah, you don't get to dictate. You don't get to legislate. There should never have to be a law denying someone and who they are and who they can love and marry. Well, absolutely. You and I were talking, and I believe there actually are two major religions in this world. Yes, in in this country, one is Christianity as the dominant religion. Yeah. But I think even more dominant than that is arrogant Christianity. Yes. And that's the yes. difference. Listen, a true Christian isn't gonna I is going to allow me to be who I am and allow me to have mm-hmm. the faith that I have, and I don't have to look exactly like you. Yeah. The arrogant Christianity says we don't accept other people in our in our views and in our world, that it's mm-hmm. only ours and we want to keep all of the benefits and everything to us and you get nothing yeah. because I don't agree with you. Well, that's arrogant Christianity, and I honestly don't have time for that. I grew up in that. Yeah. And I'm not going to apologize. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. I exactly. bet some of you want to call in now. <laughs> yeah. Share us your opinion. And we would love that. Everybody has a right to an opinion. That It is something that gets me very passionate. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know? it's defined by the Constitution, the freedom of press, right? the freedom of religion, the freedom The separation of, of church and state, the, which is exactly. hilarious right and now. For a surprise, lot of years, people. The reason America was founded was because they didn't want the church and the government to be the same thing, because right. that's what we were escaping from. So why are we going to repeat that mistake? And now we want the church and the government to be the same thing. Yeah. So, well, not we, that's all of us. But. Yeah. That's a conversation. It's so for, funny. And these are the things we're going to talk about when we get to the dish. Yeah. Before that, actually, we're yeah. going to have a spotlight segment, though, yeah. and we're just waiting for it to talk. So we're just teasing. There's a little tease. Yeah. Tiny little tease. Um, we're actually going to be talking uh, to the Lyria Shu, yep. who is the vice president marketing and sales of West Coast Entertainment. And they're the ones that bring all those great Broadway shows we get mm-hmm. in Spokane. That we get to go. The Book of Mormon was just here. Yeah, huge. huge Wicked was last year. Wicked. Mm -hmm. We are gonna the great uh, National Geographic shows that are coming. We're actually gonna talk to Larry about that. National Geographic Live. She has been doing this. She's been in entertainment business Mm -hmm. for twenty one years, and we're gonna talk to her. Find out what's coming to Spokane. Why we should all be excited that we live here. Um, Yeah. But before that, maybe we should play a little song because we definitely should. And because we're celebrating that we are having uh, Logan Lynn on the program. Um, we are going to highlight his his music that we love so much. So I want to do one of his, uh, one of the new songs, actually, I think would be great to do. And, and I have to tell you, I'm kind of addicted to Break Me Down. 
I'm not going to lie. But this was released on the 9th, mm-hmm. um, and it is going to be on the new album. I understand. We'll ask him to be sure. But this is from Logan Lynn, and this is called Break Me Down. Welcome back. You are listening to Outspoken. We're on KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1, 92.3 FM. That was Break Me Down by Logan Lynn. We'll hear a lot more from him in the next couple of hours as he's going to be joining us. But before that happens, uh, we are going to have a wonderful spotlight guest. Her name is, Sergey, we'll let you say it. It's Lyria Shu, and she is the VP for Marketing and Sales at West Coast Entertainment, and they are the people who bring us the off-Broadway, the best off-Broadway, and um, things the like National Book of Mormon, Geographic and yeah, and National Geographic Live. We're so, going to find out why it's cool to be in Spokane this year. That's right. All right. Leary, are you there? I am. Hello, hello. Welcome to our show. Thank you for taking time out on a Sunday to be with us. Oh, absolutely. I'm happy to. Wonderful. You know, we on Outspoken, we love to uh, tell people why it's really there are so many fun things mm-hmm. to do here in Spokane, no matter what time of year it is. And it's part of your job is you bring us a lot of that fun. Isn't that correct? I do. Yes, I'm at least part of the team that helps to do that, both with our Broadway series and the new National Geographic Live series. Well, tell us a little bit about um, what you do, the, the company that does this, how you bring us these things, and then what we have to look forward to. Sure, sure. So I'm our Vice President of Sales and Marketing for West Coast Entertainment. West Coast Entertainment is a local company, and we are a what we call a local presenter of national touring Broadway productions for the Best of Broadway series that many people are familiar with here in town. Which mm-hmm. was here, Book of Mormon was here recently. All of those Broadway shows at the INB Performing Arts Center are our shows. And we've also just announced recently and are looking forward to our first event for the national new National Geographic Live series. And these series will have four events a year, and we bring in photographers or extreme climbers or um, undersea photographers, people who have worked for National Geographic, and they come in on different nights and talk about the behind-the-scenes activities, things that didn't take place and that you didn't read about in the magazine. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you about what it's really like to be behind that, that camera, and they share some of their footage on a gigantic mm-hmm. 50-foot screen. Uh, at the INB, it's really, really spectacular to watch. So it's an experience that you don't get, even if you listen, you watch National Geographic Channel or Nat Geo as it goes by, or you read these. This is something you can't get by reading the magazine. You can't get by watching that TV. This is really a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience that you get live. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And Spokane is really, really lucky to have this. We're only the 15th city in the United States to have wow. a National mm-hmm. Geographic Live series. And there's only, I'm going to say, 12 or 13 uh, cities internationally. Um, Sydney, and I believe there's one, um, in, two in places in Canada, and there's mm-hmm. places in Europe that have the series as well. So it took some doing to get National Geographic to come yeah. here, but we're super excited because people of the Inland Northwest are going to have an opportunity to experience something that most of the country doesn't get to. Yeah, that's a very unique thing that Spokane gets. So how do people go and experience this? Where can they get tickets? How can they find out more information? Um, when does it start? What, yeah, when does it start? When's the first one? Yeah, our first one is a week from Tuesday. Okay. At, that's October 7th at the IMB Performing Arts Center at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets are on sale at ticketswest.com. You can also go to National Geographic Live, and they have everything on their website for uh, four events. Mm-hmm. We'll have one in October, one in November, uh, another one in February, and the final event in March. This, or excuse me, in April. This mm-hmm. first event is undersea ex- exploration, 
Okay. The event in uh, November, we have a NASA scientist coming in who's actually been a part of the team putting the rovers on Mars. Oh, wow. And so he's going to talk all about space exploration and, in particular, what they're doing in Mars now and in the future. And in February, we have Joel Satori coming, who is a wildlife photographer, and he's been a wildlife photographer for just over 20 Mm -hmm. years. He has some amazing, amazing stories. I mean, he's had flesh-eating diseases, and he's been quarantined, and he's gone into crazy remote places of the world to get these these photographs. So that will be really intriguing. And the final one is two young men by the name of um, uh, uh, Corey and Mike who are Mm -hmm. coming in to do uh, talk about climbing one of the uh, peaks in Antarctica that no other humans have ever climbed before. And I've seen the footage of the places that they were up against hurricane force winds and, you know, living in ice houses that they had to build. And it's just absolutely crazy what they've done so those are the four for this year so are they like like you said like the first one's going to be october 7th are they like one night only get in don't mm-hmm. miss this or yeah one one night only for each event nice. uh, we do have season tickets on sale and then single tickets as well so you can decide if you want a season package or if you just want to go to one mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. the ind will have a 50 foot screen there and we actually have to bring in the projector from seattle oh wow because the high def quality uh, that they need for their particular footage. It, there's no there's no equipment in this area. So we bring it in from Seattle for each one of these events. And mm-hmm. we did a little test in August to, to make sure that the equipment was going to work the way that we wanted it to. And and it's it's just spectacular. You actually feel like you're in the ocean because the screen right. is so... Mm-hmm. It's kind of IMAX-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. But the quality is out of this world. Yeah, so. it's breathtaking to see these things that you see on mm-hmm. TV, except that you see them so large that it's actually, it really does like overwhelm your senses. It's a lot of fun. Now, you say they're going to do, you know, these people are coming, they're going to talk about their work. Is there interaction at all? Absolutely. Like, so each speaker will talk about 60 to 70 minutes, depending upon the speaker. And then immediately the house lights will go up and we'll have about a 30-minute question and answer session mm. with the audience. So it's, they like to describe them. Um, it's not it's not a lecture. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. a you know a classroom setting. It's really they're talking to you casually. The, the guys from Antarctica like to say it's like a campfire conversation. They're just they're just talking to you, telling you all about it. And then the audience actually has an app opportunity to interact with them. Mm-hmm. And then after most of the events, these speakers will go to the lobby, and some of, sometimes they'll have books or something that they've done, and they're they're happy to talk with folks in the lobby as well. It's amazing. Now, yeah. Sergey and, and I are like big children, so we're yeah. going to be there in the front row. <laughs> we just... absolutely well, will good, be. Good. <laughs> yeah. We're excited for this opportunity. That's really cool that Spokane gets this. And I know, that we get, get to... those things. Yeah. Now, now, so that's coming up. Now, when we're looking at the, I mean, we're a bunch of gay guys, so we love mm-hmm. Broadway. So <laughs> when we're looking at what can we in Spokane look forward, what's some show coming our way that we can look forward to? Sure. Blue Man Group is just going to be here in a couple of weeks. Yes. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are familiar with Blue Grant Men Group. Just mm-hmm. high energy, right. fun. There's not really a storyline. It's just right. it's just a really great, fascinating show to watch. At the end of the month, we have Under the Street Lamp, and that's actually a concert. It's one night only. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people who are Broadway fans are going to recognize the four guys on stage because they've all been in Jersey Boys. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they got together, and they had such a great experience on Jersey Boys that they decided mm-hmm. to put together a concert. They do a lot of Frankie Valley songs. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of songs from that era, and right. they're just fantastic. So 
some people might be familiar with them from PBS. They have a, a PBS special. Oh, yeah, 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 people, actually. Yeah, so if you're a Jersey Boys fan, Under the Street Lamp is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a can't miss because it's just a great night of just pure music. And like I said, if, you know, the four guys were in Jersey Boys, so you can kind of recognize and pick out and say, oh, he was probably Frankie Valli, you know, <laughs> he was probably Bob Gondio, you know, so exactly. um, it's pretty fun. And what? then we have, this year we have more Broadway shows than we've ever done in Spokane. I think we had a total of, um, I don't know, like 13 or 14. Wow. So we have, you know, William Shatner coming, yeah, we yeah. have Alton Brown coming, we have you know, Pamela, you know, Classic, classic Broadway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so there's just a really nice mix. Guys and dolls are coming. We have a huh. funky little show called Girls' Night. Oh, wow. Which is um, a, a couple of gals on stage, and it's just like what it sounds. They're having Girls' Night out in the bar, and they're nice. you know, talking about their daughters getting <laughs> yeah. married. It's a real chick thing, but it's pretty <laughs> funny. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, big variety this year. Well, I love that there is an organization in town that brings these things mm-hmm. to us. We love to celebrate all of the different options we have that we don't ever talk about too many you know too many of us get out there and say oh we have to go to portland we have to go to seattle we have to you know go away to get these great experiences but we don't here in spokane Mm -hmm. um and it's thanks to groups like yours that we have things to do that are fun it's a great night out to go to any of these and they all sound very family friendly yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially. And if, you know, occasionally we'll have one come in that's not, and we and on our okay. website, which is wcebroadway.com, yeah. we, we, we put the recommendations on there so that if people have a concern, they can check in with us and know mm-hmm. whether or not they should bring the kids. See, and I think that's great. And what's great about this new National Geographic series is that's definitely kids who are interested Absolutely. in science and those kinds of things. And even adults. I love yeah. that. It's, oh, I'll be there. It's, yeah, it's well, all you know, ages. I, I didn't mention yet, but it's one of the most exciting things of the year, and that's that STCU is supporting the National Geographic Live Series that are our partner. Uh-huh. And That's for the Mars event, Kobe Boykins, who is the NASA scientist, is going to do a matinee that day. And oh STCU is sending 2,700 kids <gasps> to see his matinee for free. Wow. Oh, they're going to love that. That's, That's so exciting. That yeah. Oh, well, we love that people are, yeah, we come together in Spokane to, mm-hmm. to help each other, and I think that's amazing. Um, is there anything that, if you think that you wish Spokane knew more about West Coast Entertainment or what you're bringing to town, is there anything that you would want to say to our listeners here? Sure. You know, the one question, I've been doing this for 21 years, and the one question that we continue to get all mm-hmm. the time, or, or statements, should I say, is people sometimes think that these shows come here and that we get all the understudies, or oh, it's yeah. the second string chorus line. Right. And that is absolutely not true. The show that you see in Spokane is exactly the same show that's in Seattle or Chicago or L.A., wow. mm-hmm. and, and they're not putting up their second rate when they get to Spokane ever. I mean, that's just not what they do. These shows really pride themselves on making sure that it's the same quality show wherever they go out on the road. And mm-hmm. so you don't have to drive to Seattle. You don't have to go to Chicago. You don't have to be in San Francisco. Because the show coming here is going to cost a whole lot less than it's right. the same Yeah, show. yeah. It's the same quality. Exactly. I love that. That's amazing that we have groups like that working so hard to bring these quality things to Spokane. You know, the shows that aren't. Uh, the understudies. They're the exact same thing you would see in Seattle. And I think that's an awesome, awesome thing you guys are doing for Spokane. And thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Lyria, for coming on and talking to us about West Coast Entertainment and National Geographic yeah, Live. We get so excited yeah. to talk about what's going on in Spokane. And uh, we love it when people mm-hmm. like you take time out of a Sunday to oh, uh, be with you. us. Yeah. 
So well, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's, it's always great to talk about the fun things we yeah. do. And so you ever have any questions, let me know. We will. Right. And I have a feeling we'll be seeing you. Yes. We're yes. going to get out there and we're going to run into you at these events. That's, so thank you so much. good. I'll look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you, Lyria. Okay. Bye. Thank you. And that, of course, was the very sweet, we've met her before, but that's the spokesperson, Lyria mm-hmm. Shu. She's the vice president, marketing and sales of West Coast Entertainment. I'm really excited for the National Geographic. I am too. I think that's really cool. Um, if if any of you know me just a little bit more than just a radio host or uh, just by name, you know that I really love things that are space. I love things out in space. I love Mars Curiosity Rover. And this is really exciting. This is so right? cool that, um, you know, the person is going to come down. And I There's know. There's going to be someone talking about you it. You know you're going to beat so them in the lobby. Yeah. Sergey's going to be that fan. I'm going to be the fan who's going to bring my <laughs> Mars rover curiosity blanket. And I'm going <laughs> right. to be like, sign it with your space marker. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could see that, that yeah. happening. You know, we get... Sergey and I are really good about being cheerleaders. Yes. And we I will admit, we get <laughs> yes. some flack out there because we're so positive and we're always agreeing. But... Here's the thing. I love mm-hmm. that, first of all, we have this platform. And I love that we get to yeah. support things that we actually are excited about. I love Broadway. I love science and National mm-hmm. Geographic. You love it. And that uh, I just like having things to do out in Spokane. It's why we're always yeah. trying to go out there and experience things. Yeah. So, yes, maybe it's cheesy. Uh, maybe it's a very morning show of us. Yeah. <laughs> but it's honestly, it's very sincere. It and, is. Um, it is. And I'm excited. October 7th is that first one. You can get tickets at tickets, ticketswest.com mm-hmm. uh, to see the first of the National Geographic shows. As she said, you can go to wcebroadway.com if you want to learn more about what yeah. shows are coming Um from Broadway. I know Avenue Q's been to Spokane before, but I love that show so much. I would like it to come back. Yes. Yes, it should and definitely come back. there's a Broadway show called Naked Boys Singing. Did yeah. that come here as well? <laughs> yeah, we should uh, just request the shows we want to see. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. isn't that how it works? And let's always bring the Lion King back, because who does want to see that for the 10th <laughs> right. time? It's great. I mean, and I think we might as yeah. well have Logan Lynn just play yeah. <laughs> the Performing Arts Center. I want to give him a right. huge venue. He already plays in front of like thousands upon thousands of people. Mm-hmm. So Spokane needs to get with that. Yeah. Or I guess we can send him on down to the Knitting Factory, which is four big concerts like that. So yeah, yeah. I just want him we in usually town. Have him. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's a good, good, good talk we just had. And now we are going to segue right into your favorite and our favorite segment. Yes. The Crazy Bee. And yes. I know it's your favorite because um, no one's told me it's not. <laughs> so um, Here's the thing. We didn't do it last week. Yeah, we missed it. We took a break. The fun drive. Because of the fun drive. Yeah. So we're back, and because we didn't do it last week, we have a doubleheader. Yeah. We're really going like, to have- Like, not a runner-up. No, just no. both at once. Well, because we really think they're the same person, essentially. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I really do. I, I've never seen them in the- And I'm sure it's happened, but I've never seen them in the room at the same time. And if you yeah. have, did you see them standing next to each other? And was there a mirror in between them, or was yeah. it really them? <laughs> because two interesting um i will say yes from the republican party yes i've been the first to say that we've met some republicans on the show that have made me realize they're not all crazy kind of like the difference between (laughs) crazy christians and regular nice christians right Um, right these ladies are from the republican party Mm -hmm. and always entertaining always giving us a laugh they don't mean to be no (laughs) not intentionally entertaining and that's the best part right two things happened this week yes so okay at the vvc which is the uh what what is that abbreviation oh, for? I've got to look it up. It's voters. Um, 
great. Don't bring up things I haven't. I don't That's have okay. in front of me. Um, I so just read about it. It was the, a big uh, event. At the summit, yes. at the Republican summit that they were having mm-hmm. this year. The voters with values. Yeah, value uh, voters summit. There you go. VVS. Um, and so Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman. Those are our two nominees, I'll say. And they just were both say their there. Names and they make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the first thing we're going to talk about is Sarah Palin um, <laughs> talking about how the, the truth is an extinct species at 1400 Pennsylvania Avenue. And the people of 1400 Pennsylvania Avenue are trying to figure out how she knows about them. Yeah. <laughs> and have they been lying to each other? <laughs> because I don't think that's what she meant. No. I, th- <laughs> I think she... Um, she, mistaken she the undershot. famous address of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue of the White House. Yeah, that's where the White House is located. <laughs> so, but the family at 1400 Pennsylvania Avenue is very scared that right. Sarah Palin's going to visit their house. Exactly. She, well, this was a big speech. Yeah. <laughs> okay, lady. If you're going to give a... Now here, yeah, I understand yeah. that we mess up a lot here, but we, we own it. Oh yeah. We this say, yep, absolutely. And she's known for a lot of fun statements, but I she do... Really is, it yeah. makes me yeah. so... <laughs> Happy and laugh so much that she made this big statement. Yeah, trying to slam Obama, President Obama, and she gets the address wrong. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> President Obama has probably never been to fourteen hundred. So right? we'll see. Um, but at least you can see the White House from there. <laughs> Good call, Sarah Palin. I um, kind of want to know what's yeah. at fourteen hundred. <laughs> it's a I, hotel. It's, it's a hotel. <laughs> I've, I so looked someone, it up, and <laughs> someone in that hotel is lying. Someone is because a truth dirty is liar. an endangered species <laughs> yeah. at that hotel. Yeah. Well, they, maybe they messed up her bill. Maybe she stayed right. there and they gave her charges and she really <laughs> did mean. Exactly. 1400. Maybe she did because uh, we know that she's not geographically sound because she's messed up North Korea and South Korea quite Yeah, what was that quote? That was oh, a funny yeah, that quote. Was, that was a while which ago. Which is, she um, should visit our allies in yes, North Korea. Yeah, we should stick with our North Korean allies. I'm pretty Great, sure Sarah. if you're going to run for Sarah. president. Yeah. <laughs> that you should be very clear on who our allies are and who they are not. Now, yeah. even me, who is not a political pundit, knew, yeah. I knew yeah. that North Korea was probably not a place that we should go as Americans. Nope. I even knew that. Yeah. So, well, allies are different from, uh, you know, complete and arch enemies. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> let's let's just think about so that. So, that's one, the great Sarah, Sarah Palin, not a oh, big Sarah not Palin. a big surprise, but still yeah, yeah. crazy and entertaining. But she has a sister or the same person, not sure. Yeah. In Michelle Bachman. Of course, Michelle Bachman. <laughs> who is crazy and tends to be a little more mean about it to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. In her political standings. Well, she was at that summit. Okay. Actually, Michael Angelo Senior really yeah. who is a uh, a newsman that I have I have uh, really respected for a lot of mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. a wonderful gay man. Um, he was at that summit, and right. he actually cornered her and asked her about uh, what she thinks about the movement of marriage equality. And yeah. she said, well, that was probably an issue in the last election <laughs> and the election before, but not anymore, because frankly, it's boring. Wow. And for Michelle and then she ran Bachman. Away. And she ran away. She was not going to talk about it. No, that was it. It's boring. It was <laughs> yesterday's news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny to me because Michelle Bachman basically has her entire political stance based on how much she on, disagrees yes. and does not want the LGBT community to succeed. Which I get it because your husband is yeah. allegedly, probably, most likely, allegedly gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but 
I mean, let's get real. I love this is the thing. And mm-hmm. actually, yeah. if you look, this is a new tactic that a lot of uh, Republicans are taking. Uh, I would say a lot of Republicans that are anti-LGBT rights, they're taking right. this this tactic, which is because marriage equality is is getting a lot of footing. And mm-hmm. especially now that, you know, we might go in front of the Supreme Court. Republicans are realizing yeah. that, yeah. especially because polls have shown they're losing the youth vote. They are. The youth are. are are a little more progressive, even mm-hmm. if they're Republican. They're a little more, you know, they when it comes to social views, yep. their views don't always jive with the national platform for the Republicans. Yeah, absolutely. The Republicans are aware of this. And mm-hmm. so now they fought so hard they're trying to distance themselves. So the new tactic is what I love is run away. Yeah, exactly. Quick it's- sound bite and then just get the tennis shoes on and get out of town. Right, right. This is really hard for someone like Michelle Bachman, who, like you said, has made a huge mm-hmm. platform out of her anti-LGBT yeah. viewpoints. Yeah. And I mean, just as much as, what, two weeks ago, yeah. it was part of a speech she did. Exactly. She's famously called us bullies, tried to change the the uh, the tables and say that we're bullying the Christian right because mm-hmm. we're saying we want special rights. She's very outspoken about this. So for her to say, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yesterday, it's boring. I don't, first, you just know. It doesn't work. I don't think you get to, you know what? You don't get to pretend like it doesn't matter. Exactly. If it's not going to support you. It's not an issue anymore. Yeah. But on your political platform, Michelle Bachman, it is. Exactly. So you're not going to sneak under because all of a sudden you're you're lying about what your views are. Exactly. And for you crazy bees, they tied for first place. Of course. We do have, of course, your message from the great Bianca Del Rio. That's right. Not today, Satan. Not today. That not is today. right. Not today, Satan. Not, not today. today. So they win the Crazy Bee Award tied because they're just equally crazy. On yeah. That. But I just get tired. In it's hard to be truthful maybe when you're a politician. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be. I just feel like if you're going to be a crazy, yeah. Yeah. not supportive Republican... Then, then just be, be that way. Don't exactly. lie to me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Commit to your party, please. Commit to your belief system, even yeah. though I totally, you're wrong. Exactly. And you're horrible. Yeah. But don't try to be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, please. I don't appreciate you're, that You can more. be wrong. Just own that <laughs> right. you're wrong. You know what? Um, Our views are supported by people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In facts. In facts. And um, the majority now. So that's great. <laughs> um, but... A message from our KYRS, because uh, KYRS receives funding and Outspoken specifically receives support from Rick Singer Photography at 415 and a half West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane, offering natural light portraits, passport and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old pictures, and private instruction. More information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. And thank and you, thank you for your support. Rick Singer Photography. Yeah, without you... We would still be on, but we would um, <laughs> have less money. Have less money. So thank you. <laughs> and this this message has been approved by Outspoken. That's just, right. Just That's so right. <laughs> Moving on in our wonderful topic six week, this week, we also touched base on this at the top of the hour. We did, yeah. Which yeah. is something very exciting. Uh, and it's interesting. It's more... Anxiously awaiting, mm-hmm. but our friends over at Freedom to Marry, we had Mark Mark Solomon on uh, about a month ago, maybe a little month and a half, and um, mm-hmm. well, as a spokesperson for Freedom to Marry, well, they know that tomorrow 
is the first closed-door session of the Supreme Court. They yeah. start talking about, yeah. what cases are we going to see this year? What cases are we going to sit and listen to? Um, and they know that five of those cases they're going to be considering mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are going to be the states that, that um, have pushed their uh, marriage equality cases to the Supreme Court and said, we want you to rule on this. Yeah, That's happening tomorrow. So, That's Freedom a big to deal. Marry, what did they do? They made an amazing ad. And this ad... Beautiful. It's it's amazing. It's beautiful. We put it up on our Facebook, and it's uh, yesterday before yeah. it was actually released. So that's pretty cool, pretty guys. Cool. Um, it's going DC wide um, today. Today it started this morning. That's right. And then it's going national uh, sometime Tomorrow. next week. Goes national all week. Tomorrow, perfect. Um, yeah. But they wanted to hit DC first because, of course, they yeah. they want the Supreme Court to see exactly, um, and they want the politicians there to notice it. So mm-hmm. that's today. Then. When the Supreme Court is in there trying to decide, they want that ad placing everywhere. Mm. I love that Freedom to Marry did this. It is definitely a commercial. Yeah. But I love that it's a commercial that I can get behind. Yeah. Um, It's about, I don't know, 30 seconds. And here's the thing. Yes, I feel special because we put it it out yesterday, but anybody could have found it on YouTube. But, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. we put it up yesterday. Actually, I think the Schmierer is going to put it up for everybody once more to see right now. But it's a beautiful ad that's just saying, you know what? It's time. Yeah. It's basically what we said earlier in the hour. We're done waiting. Um, let's not, let's just make this a law of land. Here's the thing. Yeah, though. exactly. Supreme Court can decide not to hear any of the cases. Mm-hmm. That's up to them. If they decide they really want to keep it at state levels um, and have the state circuit courts making the yeah. decisions state by state, they the Supreme Court can do that. Exactly. We would like them to take it because they can make a law of the land that affects everyone and says, guess what? You know, marriage equality, it's a done deal for the U.S. Exactly. That's why we want them taken up. There are five very strong cases there um, mm-hmm. that could make it go forward. I'm and, hoping. And we do have some strong supporters on the uh in the supreme justices you know we have ruth bader ginsburg who is always always a supporter of lgbt and super progressive um we also do have some opposing um non-affirming as i like non-affirming non-affirming um justices on there so that's gonna be an interesting interesting, uh, exactly uh what i hear about now I'm hoping that there's enough in either way because mm-hmm. uh, the ones that don't always, you know, when they're they're not supposed to be, they don't have a political agenda. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just they're going. They're supposed to be very un- unbiased, but of course, as a human being, it's hard to be. But exactly. typically, some justices tend to be more conservative on mm-hmm. social issues. Mm-hmm. Some justices, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, tend to be a little more, you know, uh, progressive on right. the issues. So, but it's always interesting. To see what happens. I think we have the best shot. We we aired um, mm-hmm. on our website mm-hmm. an interview that she gave, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg gave with Katie Couric. And she talked about what happens if it comes. She thinks eventually it was coming to them anyways. Um, that yeah. it's just a matter of time. And what they choose to do as a group, she didn't know. But she, she figured it was mm-hmm. coming to them. Mm-hmm. Well, here it is. It can go on this year's docket. But it can also go on the next year's docket. So it could be two years away. Right. I think uh, Mark Solomon, when we had him on, he said he thought it was going to be sooner rather than later. He has a lot of, of hope in that. So, you know, we're all going to be watching. It's mm-hmm. the Supreme Court watch mm-hmm. right now. Exactly. Seeing what's going to happen. And I, you know, I know a lot of people will say it should be a state by state thing. 
I think it's a human being thing, so I think I'm Agreed. not going to wait. I think it should be national as soon as it can be. Yeah. And I think it would be perfect if they uh, decided to do it this year rather than next year, the year after that, or whenever they will decide. Because the thing is, it's heading that way anyways. We see states all the time um, striking down the ban, you know, uh, voting to legalize same-sex marriage. So yeah. why is it that we're trying to stop it at the national level? Well, because there are certain states. Of course. There Let's are a lot of states. Texas. Yeah. Now, in October, we're going to have the first out lesbian mayor of Houston, Texas on. And I can't wait to talk to her about what she thinks. But Texas notoriously digs their heels in and, you know, definitely exercises their right as a state to do their own thing. And they do it. And they have a new thing that they're doing. Based on this marriage equality, Texas continues to dig their heels in, this time refusing to recognize same-sex marriage when getting when people are renewing their licenses in Texas, basically you go in, you've been yeah. married, your last yeah. name has changed. They will not recognize your new name. And you don't get to do those things in Texas. Right, you have to right. because they don't see you as a legally married person. If you changed your name when you got married, doesn't count. Well, now that's, I think that's just them not trying. I, I, I don't know. If it's legal in one state, it should be recognized nationwide no matter what because they did it in a state that was... You know, we're accepting of that, and it was legal, exactly. So, but this is where all the states Texas. are coming in, um, Texas, where they can say, yeah, you know, Tennessee just did a ruling on uh, on a case out of, um, I believe, Illinois, mm-hmm. um, and so they didn't have to recognize it. Here's the yeah. thing, though: what they're doing is because it's going, in my opinion, because the nation tends to be going one way. Texas really, for whatever reason, enough of the conservative vote there that doesn't believe in LGBT rights or yeah. equality really don't want it to continue, so they're nitpicking. Mm-hmm. So they're picking, like we talked about when we had Glad on, we talked about the young yeah. couple, the two guys who have the babies that are biologically theirs, not biologically in your relationship to the surrogate mother, mm-hmm. and yet the court refuses to put these men's names on their son's birth certificates, Right. not even right. the biological father on one of them and the other, but kept it in the surrogate's name, who is not even related by blood at all with them. So there's something that's happening. Exactly. Then we have these ID issues where they won't give it. And there is a way around it, but Mm -hmm. it's going to cost you a lot more money. You don't get to be like every other American, go in and just, you got married. They're going to make you pay a lot to legally do this and get It's a legal name change versus a name change through marriage, which is complete. That's that's one of the big reasons for, you know, same-sex marriage is because you get all the benefits of a marriage. Right. And that is one of them. And well, you cannot deny that, Texas. You can't no, deny you can't say these parents people the over rights here, to their children yeah. or your last name. These street, straight people over here yeah. get this, these rights. We're going to yeah. make it streamlined. You as gay people, we're going to have a whole different set of rules. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make this completely uh, second-class citizenship. Yeah. And we're going to make you jump through a bunch of hoops because we are going to fold our arms and pout and say, we don't like you. You can't play in our, you know, exactly. in our backyard. It's very Here's third grade. Get over yourself, Texas. Yeah. So I lived very close to Texas. I know a lot of wonderful people who are from Texas. Yeah. Um, but get it together, guys. Get your state together. And Absolutely. when we talked to Absolutely. Mayor Anise, Anise uh, Parker, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep, that's Sorry. right. Anise Parker, uh, mayor of Houston. I want to say, first of all, one of the largest cities in Texas. Yeah. One she of the was largest elected. cities in the I US. I want to know, mm-hmm. you know, she's an out, proud lesbian yeah. woman. I want to know what her opinion is on her state and why, if one of the largest, uh, if she was able to be elected in one of the largest cities, what's going on that it's not going around the whole the whole state i will say yeah. 
Texas is gigantic. Yeah. Massive. So there are a lot of outlying uh, mm-hmm. cities and towns. Mm-hmm. So that could be it. But, you know, I'm very curious. And what she thinks as she moves forward is is the what's going to happen in Texas as we move forward. Yeah. Does she think that progression is going to happen? Does she think it's going to take a Supreme Court ruling mm-hmm. to force mm-hmm. the people in Texas to move mm-hmm. forward, especially the legislator and, and all of the laws down there to move forward? Or does she think it's possible for them to come along on their own? I can't wait to ask her that. That's going to be a very interesting conversation. And yeah. I'm I'm excited to talk to her. And maybe we can talk a little bit about the uh, Texas turning purple or maybe even blue which conversation, which is... John T. Router, Reuter, Reuter brought that yeah. up when he was on. He's a, a Republican from Idaho. Yeah. And he brought up thinking that that's, that's exactly. where it's headed. He's a very it's smart man. I would like to hear what a real Texan politician, yeah, uh, so what she thinks about that as well. I know. If you are intrigued by this conversation, tune in on that day. When I is know. that, Jonathan? When is um, the 12th? She's on the 12th I actually believe, of October. Yes. Yep. Did you uh, take that out of the air or did our, our wonderful producer man send up a note? Producer man send up a note. See, we're just going to do that. He's just going to wave at us. Through yeah, exactly. Tonight he's in, today he's not even in the studio. I just won't let him. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so this is what I think when we have these great guests on, including the one that we're going to have on in about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always like, have they been warned that it's called hot mess yes. for a reason? <laughs> we have great conversations, but we're a mess. So I always think, oh my gosh, I can't wait to meet Mayor Anise Parker. Right. right. I hope she doesn't think that we're going to be like Rachel Maddow. <laughs> I love Rachel Maddow, but we she's way not, more put together than yeah. her. <laughs> we are not her level at all. No. We cannot. I'm always like, what do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's also why we have things coming up in our future where the wonderful Brad Creeley is going to be on yes, to help yes. do a lot of our... We're going to have political correspondence. He's going to be our Rachel Maddow for us. Yes, he is. That's where we're like, mm-hmm. we rock and we run the show. And, and Brad, please make us sound smart. Exactly. So, But we always have opinions. Brad's going to help legitimize us. We're going to have yeah, guests. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start a straight talk segment in the future and we're going to come up have a wonderful heterosexual individual come in and share their points of view on the same exact things that we talk about. Right. And um, I believe the 18th mm-hmm. is going to be our very first Straight Talk segment. So you definitely want to, oh, I'm sorry, the 19th of October. Yeah. Uh, you're going to want to tune in for that. And then, I mean, we have lots of segments coming up that are going to help um, balance us. They balance really our hot mess. There's going to be some good stuff coming your way. I know. A lot of things planning. So, some other little, before we take a music break, there were other things that did happen. That's right. And And actually, cool things. On a worldwide scale, which I love. I'm always And we're going to (laughs) have Siri explain a little bit, but basically, the UN is okay with the LGBT. They are okay with the LGBT. So, what had happened was Was. um, the UN, the Human Rights uh, Committee on the UN, decided to take a vote and they decided to uh, put in a resolution that basically said um, we need to be more concerned about the rights of the LGBT people in um, foreign countries in around the world. And so specifically aimed, you know, towards Africa and Russia. I'm pretty sure. And the Middle Eastern countries that are not being very cool. And so what had happened, they get together and they, they voted on it. And so, we see that the majority, it passed, by the way, uh, the majority <laughs> of the countries that got in on the Human Rights Committee and voted said yes. And then we had seven countries that did not say anything at all. They were um, mm-hmm. just, you know, floating around. We had 23 that said yes and 14 countries that said no. Among them, of course, Russia, of course, Saudi I, I Arabia, Uganda. Out. I was shocked. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> so, no, and which it was, is interesting. The United Nations, it was Human Rights Council, as you said yeah. already, they passed, and it was a landmark resolution. It really was. And the resolution is condemning yep. violence and discrimination against LGBT people. And now, of course, this isn't a set in stone law right now because no. it is a, le- a resolution, but it's headed that way. You know, we it's start step one. It's v- yeah, step one. And the fact that it's worldwide now, UN has gotten, um, you know, into into the LGBT fight. And twenty five, you know, pretty big countries. Yeah, passed this with the support of those people of saying, you know, what us as a world yeah. civilization are saying, it's not cool anymore. Exactly. It's the first step of people getting together saying, you know what? We agree this is bad. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. that we've resolved that we all agree this is bad, let's work together Yeah. to figure out what we do about it. The UN, you know, they can talk about sanctions. They can talk about, you know, a number of mm-hmm. things. This is step one. Because I will say, I was in a very silly mood earlier. Yeah. And I'm like, so what, were they all at coffee? And they're like, you know what? Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's not cool that these countries are mean to gay people. And I'm like, and so that's that's the, what they did? Yeah. That's well, just... But typically, basically, that is. Yeah. And it was their it way of saying this is, this is the beginning. Exactly. That It means there's going to be laws put into place. It's, it means that sanctions could be enforced. It means that they're going to start doing things, um, you know, for the LGBT people and for the rights. I mean, the fact that I, I love that the U.S. voted yes on this, even though we right. see in the U.S. we are still divided among the issue. But on a worldwide platform, the U.S. is clearly... Um, very supportive of the right. issue. Especially because if they looked at the 14 countries who did not support yeah. it, do you really want to be on their side? No. I'm just saying. Mm. Um, and I just want to say, so now that we have these countries like mm-hmm. saying we don't like, do we, what happens? We spank the countries that don't, yeah. you know, <laughs> these 14 countries, bad. Yeah. Bad. And bad. it is bad on you. But now I'm interested in seeing, okay, how does then the UN take it forward? Exactly. You know, and honestly, one of the things... Um, globally yeah is the world bank exactly and i mean countries that have a lot of power and things and i mean um organizations that have a lot of power like the world bank obviously can affect this and what the world bank has done is um they were going to lend uganda some money some aid um 50 something million yes 50 something million to kind of boost their health um Uh, specifically for their health care they were going yeah. to lend it but what they said was unless you guys repel the law repeal the law that is anti-gay mm-hmm. um we don't give you money you have to improve the lgbt people's lives and their livelihood you can't discriminate you don't get to discriminate against any of your own exactly. people if you want money from us as the world bank because what basically they're saying yeah and I think that that's a really good penalty. I mean, Uganda obviously is not the strongest um, economic no. system. No, and, and I'm sure healthcare is not. I mean, obviously exactly. they need fifty some million exactly to help boost it. But here's the thing: I like that someone took a stance. Listen, yeah, yeah. there has to be a standard somewhere. Yeah. You know, really you're not does. here in the U.S. You have money; you can give it to any charity you want. You're mm-hmm. not going to give it to a charity, you and I especially, that is anti-LGBT or yeah. who actively yeah. goes out to hurt um, LGBT people. We would never do that. This is a World Bank saying we are not going to support you if you're going to actually go after your mm-hmm. own people because these LGBT people that they're making these crazy, you know, life imprisonment, all these. Uh, crazy laws about are their own people. So, I yeah. mean, I think they have every right to say, 
no, we don't give you, we just don't give you a loan. We don't give you money mm-hmm. because we don't support what yeah. you're doing. So a lot of people are saying, well, you know, it's there for aid and they should get it no matter what. No, would you have done that in Rwanda, anywhere where there's been genocide and would exactly. you do that to them? No, because you don't support those governments. Yeah. You really don't. You mm-hmm. do not support Russia? that. We don't. We don't support North Korea, even though no. we see, uh, unless you're Sarah Palin, unless right. because we, you see that obviously that government is not not a nice thing to support. Right, because they do horrible human rights atrocities. Yeah. yeah. And we and I think we do have a right to say that. You Absolutely. Know, as always, we would love to take your opinion. So you can either you can email us, you mm-hmm. can Facebook us, you can. T- Tweet us. Uh, we do want to hear if you agree or disagree um, with mm-hmm. us. But remember, every week we talk about these issues. Every week we have opinions, and we want to hear yours. But we absolutely it's do. about time for our guest of the hour. Uh, Logan Lynn will be calling in very soon. Before we do that, we want to play the second single that he released on September 9th from his upcoming album that's due out in 2015. And this one is called We Will Overcome. And when we come back, we will be talking with the great Logan Lynn. You are listening to Outspoken on KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane. That's 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And that was the new single that just dropped on September 9th. We Will Overcome by Logan Lynn. Now, Logan Lynn is an American musician, writer, composer, singer, producer, LGBT activist, all-around everything man from Portland, Oregon, our very own Great Northwest. He also is a staff writer at Huffington Post, and he does the Q blog. This man does everything, and Outspoken is very excited to be talking to Logan Lynn. Logan Lynn, are you online? I am. Hi. How's it going? Hey, it's going great. Thank you so much for being on the show. And we, every time we say your name, we just use both. Both. Yeah, first Logan and Lynn. You have one of those. <laughs> yeah, you people, have one of those names. Tend to do it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. It just flows. We feel so much more important. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? And uh, now, are, where are you? Are you down in Portland right now? Or I am. Yeah, I'm in Portland. We just got back from kind of a whirlwind uh, mini mini tour of the South in Austin, playing uh-huh. a festival, and I'm I'm back in town relaxing. I was going to say, I thought you were down in down in Texas. We were we just had an amazing conversation about Texas just a little bit ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovely well, Texas. Welcome back, Logan. We. Thanks. What we like to do is kind of introduce you mm-hmm. to uh, people who up here who maybe don't already know about you. And so we, we start right at the beginning with a great, great musical guest. Can we talk a little bit about your upbringing? I know you traveled a lot. Your, uh, your father was a minister, uh, which Sergey and I can definitely yeah. relate to yeah. that. Um, sure. And you, it, was like, it was like the army, but you know, for Jesus, you know, traveling. Can you tell God's us how that... Army. God's army. Yes. Exactly. Can you tell us <laughs> how that has informed you as an artist today? Sure. Well, I mean, I, I grew up in what, what I, you know, fondly referred to as a Christian cult in rural <laughs> Nebraska. Um, and we traveled around a lot doing this. Uh, my dad had a seminar called mm-hmm. the Strong Family uh, Seminar that we sort of toured on. He was kind <laughs> of a Christian celebrity. So oh, wow. that was a window into maybe what would come later as far as... Um, you know, a spotlight being on me, and um, uh-huh. it was interesting. Uh, there was not a lot of room for um, acceptance or being myself, mm-hmm. but I did get a really, really informed acapella vocal training from it. Right. <laughs> My church uh, did not believe in instruments. 
Uh, so it was all a cappella hymns, and I wasn't right. allowed to listen to secular music. So, wow. uh, you know, I was raised on Amy Grant and Sandy oh, Patty yes. and oh, Michael exactly. W. Smith yep. and <laughs> all of those people. It was, it was interesting, too. There was a magazine called uh-huh. um, CCM, which yep. was Contemporary Christian Music. And every now and then they would write about a secular artist who they thought had made a Christian song. And so I, I spent a lot of time um, sort of reading the pages of that magazine and, and convincing my folks that I was allowed to listen to certain people. And then right, I, you know, right. I, I entered into a whole part of my life where I did listen to secular music and it was very taboo and it had to be snuck in. And, right. and every time I listened to a song, I, you know, I was aware that that could potentially be the last mm-hmm. time I was ever allowed to hear it. So right. it really made music important in that way. Um, it had a, a lot of weight that came along with, with it. And when, you know, you talk about, now, I, my dad was a Southern Baptist minister, so actually not as strict as your dad, but still right. still, <laughs> still pretty strict. We were allowed at least uh, uh, instruments, I guess I should say. Sure. When you grow up in that kind of environment, what mm-hmm. is it inside of you that sparks that little bit of rebellion going, no, I want to know more? Yeah, well, I mean, I was aware at an early age, just because of how the world is, um, that the world is imperfect. Um, and, I, you know, that whole thing about um, being different mm-hmm. means you have a demon in you or, or any of those narratives that can come from the church. And my family um, didn't perpetuate that with me uh, as much as the church we were in. And, and, you know, it's hard to separate that. Like, mm-hmm. if my mother didn't think I had a demon in me, that was great. Right. But if I go to Sunday school and that's what they're telling me, then it's sort of null and void. So, um mm-hmm. You know, I, I had this sense that I was not able to do that. I was not able to be um, perfect or who, or who I was born to be. Or from an early age, I knew that I was going to destroy our eternal family or you know, whatever, right. <laughs> whatever that was. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I got into, and I had, you know, I had a kind of a rough childhood, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to scoot around that issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and that all kind of led me to, at around the age of 10, uh, just just falling into the wrong crowd at a mm-hmm. Christian school that I had been placed in because homeschool wasn't working out. Um, and I was really depressed, and mm-hmm. it was just the perfect storm of me feeling gay and me feeling like I was going to go to hell and... Um, and also needing some relief from my life up to that point. So I met chemicals by way of some older boys, right. and that was it. That was that was sort of the gateway into um, the secular world for me, or the bigger mm-hmm. world. Um, and I left the church when I was 14. I came out, left the church, and, uh, you know, never went back, never really even looked back. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. the the impact it had on me and my psyche and and my life um, stayed with me for many years after that. Oh, I think it takes, I mean, I think a lot of us who grow up in that way, which is why I love having the show to talk to people who have been through it, kind of survived it, created something, you know, out of it, which is what art really, really is for us. I think it's for an escape. Don't you find that that you're just looking for a way to get outside that world that seems so oppressive? Yeah, and and I needed to not feel how I had felt for so many years, you know, I mean, whether that was religious or mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Um, in pain or, you know, if, if I needed an escape, um, and that, that, that 
sort of manifested in a variety of ways. I think also, you know, the idea that I could ever be what I was supposed to be was just a lost cause. I knew I knew that that was never going to happen. I knew I was never going to be like everybody else. So I had to kind of mm-hmm. get to a place where I met other people who were also failing at that, other recovering Christians, other other people who were not able to um, be everything they were born to be, or at least what their parents thought they were born to be. So, sure. um, you know, I did that. I moved to the big city of Kansas City, mm-hmm. which now, mm-hmm. in retrospect, you know, it wasn't actually that big, <laughs> um, but it felt like that at the time. And and I met some people. I fell into the late. Well, I guess it was mm-hmm. the mid to late '90s rave scene. At that point in time, mm-hmm. I met some kids in public school that um, were in a band called the Get Up Kids, who actually yep. went on to do really big things. And so I had this like sudden realization that the world was large, and that mm-hmm. I wasn't alone, and that I actually had some talent and some skills that um, had been overlooked as I was growing up. Sure. Yeah. Now, something like that, I mean, early on in your childhood is going to stick with you throughout your whole life. Um, How do you think you, I mean, reflect on organized religion now? And how is that a negative view on religion? Is that helping you through your music? Um, What's what's the deal now in life? Well, I mean, I I experienced Mm -hmm. abuse at the hands of the church more more than any kind of negativity I've ever felt from the world at large. So, um, you know, it has informed a lot. It has I've gone through different phases. I went through a whole period right after that where I rejected all things God and mm-hmm. spiritual and yeah. family and I, you know, I was absolutely against any kind of concept of that. And over the years, I've actually healed and met some good mm-hmm. Christians and you know, I <laughs> yeah, don't right. I don't course, I don't course, lump yeah. everybody together <laughs> anymore. So and and I also know some gay Christians, you know. Mm-hmm, so yeah. like there's been some mind-blowing moments where I've been like, oh, right, you have to examine yourself. And I'm also in therapy many, many years now. So Mm -hmm. um, that helps, too. You know, I didn't just get to a place of healing on my own. It was very um, intentional, and it's been years in the making. Um, Of course. But I I do sense that I am more connected to at least some idea that um, the possibility of something bigger could exist. You know, I don't yeah, right, feel right. relatively yeah, yeah. agnostic <laughs> through and through, but, but you know, if I hear a trumpet in the sky, I'll, I'll get down on my knees. I'm okay. Sure. <laughs> well, I think it's fascinating because as we find on this show, more and more of us actually share, mm-hmm. I guess, that abuse. I always say there's two, there's really two dominant religions in the U.S., and it is, you know, Christianity, and it is arrogant Christianity, mm-hmm. and I feel like I was abused by arrogant Christianity, you know, and it does take many years to get to the point where you can understand that it's two different groups, but it's hallelujah for therapy is all I have to say for that. Yeah, Um, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Now, as you, I know you mentioned earlier a little bit of the chemicals and things like that. You had a kind of, you had already had in 98, I believe it was, that you had, um, as you call it, your mixtape. Uh, that was that out, but it was in what was it 2008 that the drugs kind of really hit a a peak, right? Yeah, I mean, I got signed mm-hmm. to EMI by way of the Dandy Warhols in yes. 2000, the end of 2006, and then I was just full time music. And there's this thing that happens, at least that happened to me, and I think it's kind of a common thing, where you know you get signed to a major label, you get flooded with money. You don't have to have a day job. You're on the road. You're in bars. 
and everyone just throws drugs at you. And I was definitely already addicted to cocaine and alcohol at that point and had been for many years, Mm -hmm. but it had been relatively manageable sans a few experiences. Um, And at that point in time, it just became completely unmanageable. It overtook me and my life. And, um, you know, I OD'd again and, and had sort of a or come to Jesus, for lack of a better right. term, moment, yeah. uh, where my body, I had a, a partial stroke in 2007 mm-hmm. that led me into rehab one final time. And it actually worked that, that round. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. thing that worked was I met a team of doctors. I had resources at that point that I, right. I sort of dove into um, inpatient with a team of doctors who knew that this whole pray it away, a a 12-step thing wasn't working on me. I had tried it so many times, and that's that's a product of my upbringing. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the big lie is that there's only one way to get clean, and Mm -hmm. they were aware that that was a lie. They showed me some some alternate methods, a mixture of harm reduction and talk therapy and Mm -hmm. uh, sort of treating dual diagnosis, you know, like I didn't just wake up and and decide I'm going to be a junkie one day. It was like a reaction to a number of things. So we dug in really deep um, over the course of that year. And I had great people around me who supported me and um, it it luckily stuck. I have been clean in this March. It will be seven years. That's amazing. um, Mm -hmm. Which for me, you know, I don't believe in miracles, but if there are miracles, that's one. Right. Um, so it feels it feels good and and you know it was bad timing because it was kind of at the peak of my right. I mean not the peak of mm-hmm. my career luckily I've had many peaks but yeah. um at that point in time it was the biggest thing that had happened you know I was signed with EMI I had this new record mm-hmm. I was on logo every week it was very um intense spotlight and I chose I was nominated for some awards and, right. and instead of going to those award shows I went to rehab and I stayed there. No one could find me. I was, I was mid process filming a reality show for right. Bob and Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. And I got fired from that. You know, there were, there was a lot of loss during that time. And I think all that loss sort of made an impact on me. I mean, that was the, you know, the loss of my motor functions with the partial stroke. There was right. like a lot of different things that while they were momentary, I remember, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it was like enough to, to keep me sober all these yeah, years yeah, later. Yeah. So, now, um, yeah. Do you think that like such a life changing experience, did it change your music in any way at that point? Um, you know, I think I read somewhere that when you went back in the studio, you just restarted what you had begun. You yeah, know, I so. threw everything out. I mean, it was it was my whole thing before, you know, from 2000 or 98 until 2007. Everything I put out was very much about me being on drugs or me being depressed or, you know, whatever it was. It was very dark. Right. And uh, when I came out, I just felt alive for the first time ever, at least since I had been doing this music thing. And so it didn't make sense to put out the songs as they were. Also, my producer was so mad at me because I had disappeared for eight months. Oh, wow, yeah. um, That I kind of had to start over. We eventually um, 
got back together and finished the record, but it was rough. And, you know, I don't imagine that EMI or the Dandy Warhols or anyone who had poured thousands of dollars into me um, right. wanted me to use that money on rehab or what. You know, I, <laughs> right. think that was like, I don't think that was the plan by my record label. So right. um, it was complicated and, and my throwing the record out was complicated. Mm-hmm. I, I am not... Um, I'm not a dream, or at that point in time, it wasn't a dream for a record label or for a publicist. You know, I was kind of a nightmare because I really chose to do my own thing. I I, I was going against advice right. uh, in mm-hmm. going into rehab, and I was going against advice by, um, you know, quitting the album and starting over. But I just knew that I had to do it my way or it wasn't going to work, similarly to how I had gotten sober. You know, I was like, kind of riding a new high on having not listened to mm-hmm. authorities around how to do that and, and right. our way had worked. So I just applied that same philosophy to music and, um, and you know, it sort of spun out from there and in a really positive way. People l- ended up liking that record. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, but I was on a label that didn't get me and, and so that yeah. was never going to work. Well, what's interesting is um, your career is definitely... It is definitely nowhere near over, and you keep getting, even with these pitfalls along the way, uh, the support that your fans have underneath you grows, it seems, by the day. I was t- yeah. uh, I was talking to some people earlier, I said, what's funny is even if you've never listened to Logan Lin's music, you've never read anything that he has written, when you start, it's really a quick jump to be like a super fan, really mm-hmm. quick. That's awesome. Um, well, and I think it's amazing. Even Out Magazine, they have this great quote where they say, uh, Logan Lynn's emo disco pop blend has already made him a hit with gay guys who like to hear their lives from highs to lows set to music. It's almost like some, and I think it's because we crave hearing that reflection of ourselves in media and in art, and you are just putting out there your no apology, <laughs> sure. and this is just what it is. Is that, what is it? Is it that that drives you to do the, I, the songs I, you do, I, or... I'm not sure. You know, I I um, have tried on a couple of times to quit. <laughs> you know, like I've, been, <laughs> I've gotten overwhelmed. I've taken a few really uh-huh. sprawling breaks. Right. Um, but I think it is that that motivates me, that feeling of community or feeling like I'm a voice that isn't otherwise represented out mm-hmm. there. I also, you know, it's part of my therapy to get it out, get get this out of me um, and try to make something beautiful out of this mess. So um, that's been always and that's ongoing. Um, you know, it's part of my reclaiming not only my own history, but the history I've inherited and the history of my community. And I think there's, you know, I, I do I do believe that the reason people have stuck around or the reason people are um, attracted to my songs or my writing or follow me on, mm-hmm. online or any number of ways that I'm accessed is because of that. You know, like I am myself, I, I, I always have been, um, and whether that was um, when I was on drugs or uh, depressed or whether that's now and, you know, empowered or whatever, people are on this ride with me. There's no image. Um, I think if I had it to do over again when I was 17, I might create a stage name or something, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. you know, that's not yeah. how I did it. Um, and so I can't really quit, even at times when I wanted to. There's no really quitting my driver's license mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, I mean, it's, I, I just am me. Yeah. Uh, and so that that's, that's good and bad sometimes for me. I think I've gotten really great at 
having boundaries around it, uh, and you know, I don't believe my own hype, and and all that right. stuff is right, sort yeah. of years in the making yeah. at this point. Um, and I feel like I have real lasting relationships with the people who listen to my records and the people mm-hmm. who watch my videos and um, who subscribe to my blog. All of those people I interact with. Uh, I know them, uh, you know, as much as anyone can know anyone. Uh, I I feel like I allow myself to be seen uh, in times where I'm up and in times yeah. when I'm down. Yeah. So, you know, they're loyal. People are loyal to me, and, and I feel loyal to them yeah. in return. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's a common ground for you know musicians and artists to find um, the beauty in their suffering and you know the problems that they have. And I think Portland. Uh, as a whole just you know envisions that um that struggle the making of music the making of art through their struggles do you do you find that living in portland or being surrounded by those people um has influenced you at all is um is an inspiration to you well yeah i mean certainly when mm-hmm. i was first starting out you know my friends like Elliot Smith or different right. bands in town like the Dandy Warhols or, um, you know, any number of people like that who I've just been around have influenced me. I was a teenager and they were adults. And so, right. um, you know, I looked up to them a long time ago and I still do, frankly, even when folks who are no longer in this world, I still am inspired by and mm-hmm. miss mm-hmm. and um, draw power from and um you know i have had really great mentors throughout the years um people who in spite of my wildness or in spite of my i'm going to take a five-year break now and cancel my tour halfway through you know like whatever (laughs) whatever it has been at any given time have really felt moved by even those moments you know they've had a really great support system of artists and um people who really encouraged mm-hmm. me to be brave course, and at times where I felt scared to say things or scared to be things um, were my cheerleaders. Yeah. You know, and you notoriously mentioned you taking breaks and, you know, if you uh, read anything about you, there are, you see those gaps in the, at least the music career, but one yeah. of those breaks, you wanted to focus on being an activist. Now, sure. I know you do great work down with mm-hmm. the Q Center and, and things like that. You write for Huffington Post. What was it about wanting to just focus your energy? What what it, was it that brought that on? Well, I had been on that label, like I sort of hinted at EMI. Yeah. When you're on EMI records or a huge label and you're me, it just doesn't work. You know, like mm-hmm. I, would love to, I'm, I would love to be on a record label that got me, right. but so far I haven't had that experience. So, um, you know, my experience there was very much like, you have to put girls in your music videos and we have to take this out. And and girls are great, but like, I'm singing about gay love, so it doesn't make any sense. Um, And there was just a lot of that. And they wanted me to tour endlessly. Uh I had Uh just gotten clean. I needed to not be in bars. So there were some logistical reasons for why that wasn't working at the time in 2010. And right around that same time, around Memor- it was Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. I had a couple of friends in Portland get gay bashed. Um, oh and the community came together at Q Center, which up until that point I had not been familiar with. Yeah. I came to this community forum and met the executive director, and I just felt moved. I felt like they needed my help. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. unhappy with having every single person in my life need something from me that sure. was 
superficial or that I at that point in time felt was superficial. I was sick of being in charge. I was sick of everything being about me. And I just had a real moment where I felt like, oh my God, I could use this thing I've created for good. Mm -hmm. I could actually help these folks. I could help my community. I could stand up with my voice like I've been doing on Logo in real life and just make change happen. And so I came here to Q Center to um, do like a six-month rebranding. Mm-hmm. And that was four mm-hmm. and a half years ago. <laughs> so, you know, I, uh, at that point in time, I kind of, I, yeah, <laughs> I felt happening. like I had, I felt like I was going to quit, uh-huh. but at uh-huh. the same time, I didn't, I didn't want to stop making music. So um, I just, you know, in the years since, I've been doing things my own way, and mm-hmm. I'm on my mm-hmm. own label. I mm-hmm. put things out myself, and and actually, the my career has grown. I've been able to do both. I've been able to, you know, use my voice for the community and um, advocate for mental health issues and uh, people in long-term recovery from addiction, mm-hmm. and yeah. also make yeah. songs that I want to make and videos that I want to make. And it's been it's been pretty great. You know, and I think that's important to to mention. You you mentioned your advocacy for mm-hmm. mental health, and you are really well rounded. It's not just about. I think I and this is only coming from a guy who listens to your music. You know, the fan on the sure. outside. It seems though, looking in, that you your music is more about expressing these things in yourself, just sharing what art really is, just sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a in a physical form, what you're going through and using what you have to give back to I, our fellow human beings, which sounds, you know, very hippie and and pretty and <laughs> right. flowing. But I mean, when you look at it, it's why I think it's easy to connect mm-hmm. with your your music. Do you think that as you've had to take control, as you've seen, that maybe as we move forward and it's more about, you know, you can get famous on YouTube now. You yeah. can, it's very much sure. self, uh, self-produced self things. Do you think maybe we are heading to a place where there's more of a way for people like you to to be, be out there and us just to be who we are um, as artists instead of what somebody decides in a cookie-cutter conference you need to be? I mean, I hope so. It feels to me like the music industry is... Um, grasping at straws and has Mm -hmm. been for years to try to figure out who it is in general. And that leaves artists kind of in the lurch. There's always going to be the Ariana Grande's of the world or, you know, different pop, pop people that come up and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, she's great. I'm, I'm, she's not, she's, I'm not a huge fan of her music, but that's definitely not what I'm doing. But there's a lot of bands that are doing their own thing right now. Um, you know, I just got back from Stargazer Festival in Austin, yeah. and there were hundreds of um, LGBTQ artists that were um, a variety of mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. talents and doing different things. And it felt very raw and real. And um, a lot of it, you know, I still stick out like a sore thumb in that group, too, you know, because <laughs> I'm totally doing my own thing. But yeah. that's good. You know, I've I've come to embrace that about myself and my work, and it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um I, I guess to answer your question, I, I hope so. I, I think um, certainly the internet has made the world smaller. 
Mm-hmm. It's made it where um, it's easier to build community in some ways. And in other ways, it's a little harder. You know, like 91% of all new music is downloaded for free. Yep. You know? So yeah. um, it's a little hard to spend 40 grand on a record and expect yeah. that you're going to get that back at all. And, you know, videos are very expensive to make. And it's yeah. uh, you're sort of expected to have a video for every song on your album. So yeah. it's um it's a new world, and it's a little bit of the Wild West. Um, and I hope mm. that I hope that we land somewhere as an industry where um, art is still the focus, and yeah. um, that's been the good thing about this sort of collapse of the music industry as it was. Um, is it has it has ha- like helped art sort of rise to the top, mm-hmm. right? and it's almost like we get a second chance to maybe be do it a little better this time. Now, given I always say like all great ideas when people get involved. It can kind of get screwed up, yeah. but <laughs> right. but it's why we like to support and talk about those people out there that that we believe in. We of yeah. course focus on allies and LGBT people to show the beauty that can come, even if a lot of us mm-hmm. might be going through some some rough times. But all of this in the music industry, everything coming together. You recently got back in the studio. You we just played actually in the first hour. We played "Break Me Down," which I'm obsessed with, and we played Thanks. "We Will Overcome," which were the two that you let out, I believe, on the ninth of this mm-hmm. month. Now, yeah. is, is all of this in hopes of a 2015 album, or or are we going to hear more from you now? Is this kind of the beginning? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am. I have been working on a record for for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, that's kind of back to the whole there's no rules and I'm in charge of myself thing. Like there's no date that we're working towards. I'm just making songs and and, um, making them the best that we can. Uh, I do have that We Will Overcome videos coming out this Tuesday. Oh, nice. Um, So that's exciting. And I'm sure we'll make a video for Break Me Down as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I'm exploring new, you know, clearly exploring new sonic territory with with these uh, new songs. Mm -hmm. I... I have been notoriously dance pop and electro pop, yeah. and mm-hmm. these are very much more um, organic. And we play instruments, and I don't have auto tune on my voice, and any there's just a lot of different. And first of all, thank you for that. Happening. I just want yeah. to say, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, you know, it's it's it feels good, and and my uh-huh. hope is obviously like that I'll meet some magical record label that gets it and if not then i'll put this record out myself again liz fair just put her own record out i mean Uh i think even the old dinosaurs of the music industry are Mm -hmm. figuring Mm -hmm. out that you can do it yourself and have no input from somebody that doesn't get you i mean it's it's much but it's hard to do it by yourself i'm not gonna lie it's it's hard but it's not as hard as having um your art tarnished by some in a different city who doesn't get you who's you know, just absolutely uninterested in seeing who you are. Exactly. Um, that is a really tough place to be at. It crushes dreams, you know. I mean, yeah. I had very mm-hmm. big, big dreams for my career, and um, a lot of them were crushed by these people who I never even met. So um, yeah. that's been nice to not have that. It's like being in a bad relationship or something, yeah. you know, like to have have that voice there all the time telling you you're not good enough or saying you need to be different than how you are Mm -hmm. that actually ends up messing things up it messes things up for you it messes things up for the people who listen to your music it just Mm -hmm. messes everything up and it really bruises deep like down to the soul those things really they're very painful um now as 
you move forward. Have you ever, first of all, have you ever done a show up in Spokane, or do you just stay on the west side? I haven't. I've played Seattle. Yeah. I played Olympia uh-huh. Pride a while back, oh, nice. but I haven't mm-hmm. done Spokane. I would. I, I'm not. I, I'm absolutely not opposed to to that. We. I tend to do these one-off festival shows at this point, uh, especially yeah. now that we're doing the record, and I'm so right. involved in community stuff. Sure. It's a little hard to be like, okay, I'll see you in a month. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but you know, I did. I was able to merge the two worlds in 2013. Last summer, we did a tour where we, you know, we were gone for a month and and it was actually a fundraiser for mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. mental health uh queer mental health agencies all, all over the United States. Wow. Um so I've been able to sort of marry the things and have them work in tandem in ways right. that have worked in the past, but but I can't, you know, I mean Spokane I wouldn't have to tour. I could just come there and play a show. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. and we are so willing to figure out some angle to get we you will here help some you fundraiser. I don't care what here. it is. Yeah. <laughs> we will Do get it. Logan Lid in Spokane. And Absolutely. we are very um mm-hmm. headstrong people. So, you just wait. Nice. Cuz yeah. <laughs> it'll happen. Is there first of all let me just restate where can people go to learn more about you to get your music to look at, you know, your writings? Where is a place they can go for that? Sure. I mean, my website is probably, there's like a box on the right-hand side of mm-hmm. my website that has buttons to all of all that stuff right. you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, my website is loganlinmusic.com. Uh, my videos are all on YouTube. Uh, yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you type in my name to that Google, you can find me pretty easily. Right. And we've been playing your YouTube stuff all week. So we're nice. I have Thanks. to say, you are the most... Um, interactive guest with us though and we love that because yeah. <laughs> we would tweet something you were there you we would yeah something, you would comment <laughs> it was actually really awesome right it, it nice. made us really mm-hmm. thrilled so we appreciate that you give just mm-hmm. as much back as we get from being able to interview that was i will tell you that is not always the case <laughs> of course yeah i'm you know i'm i'm on social media and i i, I know it's hard for some people so right. Um, but I've I've also experienced this that you're describing. Awesome. Now, if you <laughs> yeah. could look at at brand new fans, people listening to the show, just discovering you, um, what would you want people to know? Or maybe you're listening. Some young gay kid is out there, you know, in a Christian fundamentalist home. What would you want to say to those fans who are discovering you? Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean. I hate that whole idea that we have to just say, oh, it, it gets better later or whatever. Right, you know, right. I, I think that's a large motivation for me doing the work I do now. I'm trying to make it better now. Right. But with the knowledge that it's not, um, I think the Internet is really great. I think there's ways mm-hmm. to build community mm-hmm. with other LGBTQ people. Um, I think the main thing is just like not to feel alone you know like when i was young i felt so alone i felt like i was the only one and i just wasn't you know if i had if i had been able to figure that out sooner um that would have been really life life life-changing for me i think Um, so i guess i want to be that voice you know like if you're out there and you feel alone um hit me up i'm available i can help you find resources in your town i'm 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 a real person that cares about my community Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um find me and and we'll figure it out and you know i think that's the common human experience i love that we're we are now in a, a place where we are because i remember growing up and saying Media was supposed to be a reflection of me, and it wasn't, and I felt trapped. And I love that there's people like you out there saying, you know, doing the things we dream about as kids, doing music, they're out in film, and they're Mm -hmm. not afraid anymore Mm -hmm. to say, listen, I'm a gay man, I'm part of the LGBT community, and these things are possible. Yeah. So, you know, reach out and connect. Truly inspiring. And 
You, Logan Lynn, are truly inspiring to us. Very now, much. Before we let you go, we have one last request for you. I know you're anti-corporation. Um, but... Yeah, this is this is kind <laughs> of a fun thing we do with our guests. Um, can we ask you to say, um, listen to Outspoken on KYRS so we can use that later? Because you're awesome and we would you're love amazing. KYRS, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listen to Outspoken on KYRS. You are so good. Thank That's you so awesome. much for taking time. Yeah. I know you're exhausted from uh, being down in, in Austin. Thank you mm-hmm. for taking time on a Sunday. And honestly, if we can't figure out a way to get you here, then the Outspoken Boys are just going to end up in Portland. So yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do <laughs> yeah. both. Hey, yes. I'm all for it. Thank you for all that you do for our community <laughs> sure. and for speaking yeah. to us here on Outspoken. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. You are amazing. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. That was... The incomparable. I always use, love using the that word. The incomparable. The incomparable. <laughs> Logan Lynn. I have to say, he's very down to earth. Yeah. Um, that was... And I'm sorry. All, very human. Very right, human. Right, very human. And I'm sorry. Uh, already, I was a fan, and uh, more yeah. of a fan because of all the research <laughs> that I did, and his music just, uh, for some reason, speaks to me. But on top of right. it, just a really good human being. Yeah. He's basically saying, I'm human. I've messed up. I'm still moving forward. I just want to keep helping. Yeah. He's just real, and I think we need more people like that. We're really we good really cheerleaders do. on Outspoken. Yeah. You go, Glenn Coco, <laughs> you Logan go, Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> you go, Logan Lynn. So I'm really excited. We had a lot of listeners, mm-hmm. actually, who were so excited for today's show. Yeah. Um, Thank you thrilled. to everyone who was tuning in, especially if you're from the Portland area tuning in. Awesome. Thank you for... Listen, we have cool yeah. guests like Logan Supporting. Lynn all the time. We're bringing, we are going to bring him to Spokane. I'm gonna We're have determined. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be, happen. and we will go down to Portland because that just sounds like fun. But <laughs> yeah. uh, we want to, and we want to pop in at the Q Center and support them for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. Before we move on, we do want to take w- another break and listen to more cool things from um, Logan Lynn. One of my favorite songs of Logan Lynn before he released his two singles actually was a song called Hologram. Mm-hmm. The yeah. the video is is a lot of fun. You should check that out on YouTube. Uh, We can put that up on our site. But let's take a quick break. We're going to listen to Logan Lynn, and this is Hologram. What's up, y'all? This is Bob Quick. We listen to Outspoken on KYRS. And that was definitely Bon Quiqui. Definitely. Uh, What a good girl. And you were just listening to uh, us talk to Logan Lynn. So... um, Great interview, great person. Yeah, really cool guy. And yeah. if you haven't checked out his music, check out his music. It's really... Check uh, it out. I really like all of his stuff. He's been around for mm-hmm. since the mm-hmm. late 90s, uh, but you can go to loganlinmusic.com. Yeah. Lynn does have two ends in it. But we've been putting up music from him all week on our site, so please go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he even You can even go listen to two singles he just let out yeah. on September 9th. So my guess is if you're in Spokane, guess where you heard them first? Oh, that would be outspoken. Yes. And we would like everyone to play it, though. <laughs> so I'm sure Queer Sounds plays him. Plays they do. Him a lot. They but do. anyways, we we think that guy's awesome. And we're excited to just having a good relationship. Yeah, with exactly. I mean, we I'm love supporting. I don't already have plans on how we're going to yeah. get him <laughs> in town. Jonathan, okay, so if Logan is listening, sh- <laughs> turn turn your speaker <laughs> off right now. But Jonathan wants to marry him. <laughs> And more. Okay, uh, maybe. Maybe maybe that's maybe. true. Uh, he's just, that's the kind of person yeah. I enjoy. So, yeah. Um, but I'm not like a freaky fan, a little bit, but not <laughs> a freaky fan. So, but yeah. no, just a really good guy, has exactly. a really good head on his and, shoulders, and is, mm-hmm. yes, he happens to be very handsome. Yeah. And it's he good does. to know that, you know, he's he's such a good person, real person, and that he says, hey, talk to me if you right. like if you have something we'll figure it out we're gonna get through this he's so 
community-oriented, community-based, and is. I love that. We and need more people like that in our we world. We do, and I, I do want to mm-hmm. uh, give some credit out there. We were able to get in touch with Logan Lim because he actually talked to our friends over at Proud Times, yeah. Loud and Proud, actually, loudandproud.com, mm-hmm. loudandproud.proudtimes. So both, com. you're right. Um, they actually did a story on him, and I believe that story is coming out mm-hmm. Uh, next in their next month's issue. So I had to go peek at my producer there, the Schmear, let me know. Yeah. It is going to be in their next month's issue. And I have to say, Jeremy, um, who mm-hmm. is one of the writers over there at Loud and Proud, I was talking to him this week, was so excited for today's interview. Yeah. He is a super fan yeah. of Logan Lynn and was so thrilled that we were able to, he was jealous because he didn't, you know, he wanted to talk to him more. So he thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's great at our boys over there and that we were able to talk to him as well. Yeah, Between awesome. the two organizations, there, there's a way to get him to town. Oh, I think absolutely. everybody needs to absolutely. experience his music. And it would be so. great if we had a, you know, a benefit concert with Logan Lynn. Right, maybe. You know what? Come maybe on. someone will throw on. an event of some yeah, sort. Maybe. Where Yeah, we'll have to a, we'll have to look get out for that but, or something. Um we're going to make it happen. Exactly. What but. do we have happening next week next week's gonna be pretty exciting actually as well. next week is packed yeah. like we have um an exciting spotlight guess yeah. who's gonna be on the show i will guess caswell because i know and you <laughs> i know you're like psychic yeah <laughs> you know yeah a recording artist uh very yeah. out gay man rapper uh, Caswell is going to be on the show and we're going to play of course all of his uh, music during it but he has a new album coming out called hard to be fresh yeah and ain't it true? And um, like I love his song, Ice Cream Truck. Just saying. Yeah, Ice Cream Truck. Oh, and gosh. Our <laughs> friends over at Queer Sounds, Cat, actually did a fun little lip sync video mm-hmm. to Ice yeah. Cream Truck that I love because it makes me smile. It was just when little. She does it. it was cute and little, right? fun little video. But it's yeah. fun. Good So, times. and for our, our full time guest, this our is one we've been. Half hour guest. We have been attempting since yeah. February. Yeah. That's a lot of months ago. I don't have time to count them out, but it was a while back. <laughs> Trying to get this organization on the air, and it's just mm-hmm. because everybody's busy. But finally, next week, who are we talking to? We are talking to National Center for Transgender Equality, the NCTE, and we're talking to their spokesperson, Mara Kiesling, who is the executive director. That's um, gonna be amazing. That's gonna be a really out good of DC. Talk. Yeah, um, a lot going on. You know, we talk yeah, about yeah. the the. LGB part of the fight for all marriage equality and and all of those things adoption and everything in in the US. Well mm-hmm. the LGB the T is part of our group too. Yeah. Now their movement is really uh, I feel like they're where we were as LGB people uh, probably a couple of dec- decades ago and they're getting out there yeah. and um, we want to talk about the struggle from their their point of view. There's a lot of mm-hmm. issues that are mm-hmm. specific to them and we should hear what they are and hear what yeah. they're trying to say. Laverne Cox has been an amazing spokesperson really, but there's been a lot, a lot more transgender gender individuals exactly that um, are being more vocal and being out in the public eye. And I will mm-hmm. say, Sarah and I have these conversations all the time. We're learning. We all are. And they're going to help us learn some more, but they're, we're going to learn what uh, language right. is right. acceptable and what... Um, they, some, I don't want to mm-hmm. make it an us them thing. I'm just trying to say we're trying to be respectful and learn. Yeah, and exactly. these wonderful people are coming on. Uh, this person's going to come on and let us know how can we as gay yes. gay men yes. Yes. support 
all of our LGBT community. Exactly. Because we don't, that? we, that's a perfect way to say it. We don't want to be the people that um, say something wrong, but we also don't right. want there to be people who lash out because you said something wrong because right. we are working we, hard. We, yeah, we it's are doing the best we can. It's a new language. And it what is. I love is they're willing to come on our show. They're yep. willing to talk to us, and yeah. we uh, here at Outspoken are definitely willing to listen and learn. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited. Yeah. You know, we stayed out when William was on the show uh, months back. We stated that it was our commitment to get involved in all the letters mm-hmm. and learn, mm-hmm. because as gay men, we are only the G. Yes, that's our exactly. letter. And in order to understand the others, we have to actually delve in and say, I want to walk in your shoes. Please help me. And that's, understand that. and that's beautiful because then you learn about it. You all know about it. We last week, yeah, right there, there it is. Single tear. Damage. Last week we discussed all the other letters that are included in the LGBT right. plus, and I mean hard. all of those, Not all of lie. those letters, obviously mean something. And we called it the alphabet soup. Yes, is what we called that. <laughs> so, and it's because there are a lot of letters. Do you know what that means? There's just a lot we need to learn. We have a lot to learn, and. That's and our goal. Right? We are going to learn it. it. We are good. But as we Talk move about it. into our awesome future, yeah. um, as we said, that's what's coming on. That's going to be October 5th show. On the 12th, the day mm-hmm. after National Coming Out Day, we are going to have Mayor Anise Parker from Houston, Texas. As I said, the first out lesbian mayor of Houston. Um, we are going to mm-hmm. take a little yeah. road trip in between there. But then we're going to come back on the 19th. Uh, we are actually having our first straight talk segment. So That's right. we're going to have a military man in our midst. And he's wow. going to take part military. of the whole first hour. When we talk about mm-hmm. those hot mess Sunday topics, when we yeah. talk about the dish, yeah. uh, we're going to have the heterosexual perspective, someone who's willing to be yeah. honest about what they think. And we're going to have our very first straight talk segment. I'm excited um, for that. Yeah, And that actually mm-hmm. our guest that day is going to be Luke Clark. Perfect. And um, you and I have known him for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Bit. He's so, a great guy. Very, very outspoken. outspoken. Wow. Ooh, look at he that. He is. <laughs> He's also very straight. Very. very. <laughs> Disappointing. I have kissed him. <laughs> I won't lie. Yeah. But um, he's still very straight. <laughs> um, but also on that same show, our guest of that hour is going to be Stephen Garino. If you've sure. seen Bear City, Bear City 2, a bunch mm-hmm. of indie films. If you ever watched the big gay sketch show on when it was on Logo TV, Rosie O'Donnell was the producer of that. Uh, Stephen Garino is a very funny comedian and actor. He's going to be on uh, the 19th. Um, we are going to go visit PatCon at the end of, uh, end of October, yeah. try to meet kind of weasel in there and see if we can meet Stan Lee. We're going to make... We'll make it. We'll right? make it. And then we're going to make William Shatner wait for us. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then at the end of October on the 26th, our guests will be Gays with Kids, uh, which is a great organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about, you know what? Now we have families. Yeah. So how, how do, do we, we support on? those families? Exactly. Um, what can we do for them? So, so many exciting things happening. Yeah. Great conversation to I be had. Even, right. So we're excited. I can't even begin to... Yeah. Yeah. So I hope you all are excited. We have obviously the straight talk segment is exciting. I'm I'm personally excited to have Luke on to (laughs) to talk and see what he thinks. And I um, yes, I always I have coffee with Luke every (laughs) once in a while. We have a couple hours because you can't go to coffee with me if you don't talk for a couple hours. Yeah, always entertaining, always fun, and actually. He has some very good and informed opinions, sure. and I'm excited to have him on. Uh, and he is a proud Republican. Yeah, very proud. So we're going to take that proud Republican up here. LGBT. Oh, he loves he yeah. loves the, uh, his LGBT peeps. So uh, we're excited to have Luke on then. Yeah. I do want to say really quick, Queer Sounds gave a shout out on Outspoken, and it says, Queer Sounds is on the cause too. 
bring Logan Lynn to Spokane. So guess what? That's what we do. Exactly. We That's now how have we three do. organizations backing right? it up. So we are bringing Logan Lynn to Spokane. Yeah, he's and we'll, we'll just send him a note and let him know that we're, we're going to take care of that yeah. for him. Yeah. But um, it's been a fun Sunday. It really has. It hasn't been as messy as we thought it would be. <laughs> right. Not that we Which thought it would we be typically, messy. We know who we are. Yeah, we know exactly. how this works. I will say... Um, Mm-hmm. Please, when you have someone that's coming on our show yeah. that you are excited about, please feel free to send questions in. Yeah. Um, and if you want to sound off on, let's say, I mean, I got a little heated earlier yeah. about my <laughs> opinions about people who, Christians who Jesus mean flirt. well. Yeah. Hashtag Jesus flirting. Yeah. And honestly, if you have something to say about that conversation, uh, send it to at outspokesman and hashtag Jesus flirting because yeah. I want to know what you think. But it's a real thing. It is a real so, thing. And I'm going to put it in some book somewhere and that'll make exactly. it Exactly. And one day we'll do a study. <laughs> right. And we'll find 5% of people Jesus flirt. <laughs> right. And I believe it. It's very yeah. true. So please, um, if we're talking about anything mm-hmm. that you have something you want to say, either sound off on our social media pages yeah. or call us because I'm totally willing to talk to you on the air. Yeah, exactly. And our, our lines are open. Always. Always. And so, so is our Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Right. And then... Please uh, go to our brand new website, The Boys. Yeah. That's right, because The Boys don't stop working. Yeah. Even we're always, we're we're always a little on tired, it. but mm-hmm. we go forward. We have a brand new website, yeah. and we kind of mentioned it uh, the week before last. Now, anytime you want to see us, please, you can go directly mm-hmm. to our site. It is hotmesssunday.com. Now, there's going to be three S's in the yeah. middle there. So remember, yeah. Hot Mess, M E S S, Sunday, S, S, U N D A Y. Yeah. Um, it, hot Mess Sunday. Dot com. You uh-huh. can go there. You can um, see who our guests are going to be. You can even watch some Logan Lynn videos on there. Um, and you can watch anything that we want to blog about because we saw something in Spokane that we, yeah. we want to talk about. Yeah. You can go there. So always go to hotmessunday.com. We're going to debut some new emails next week um, on how you can get a hold of the boys. That's right. So we're just really working and always trying to get better. I know. We love you guys. So that has been Outspoken for this wonderful fall day and now stay tuned there's going to be lots of more lots more great programming from kyrs until then remember to join us next sunday it's going to be a great show um and until then you know what go out there and be outspoken